about to just go ahead and press record on this. Um, I'm already recording on this, so that'll 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 sync it up for you. Yo, and hello, it's me. Just call me T Marie, and welcome to the first episode of PCPOV in 2021. Um, it's been a long time coming. Uh, I don't know what the fuck that was. That was weird. That was weird. But anyway. Uh, yo, hello, it's me, just call me to Marie, and welcome to yet another episode of PPTPOV. Um, this is the first episode of 2021, and I still consider this the first week of the new year, so I am still on schedule to record every week. I know I said I was going to do it live, but fuck that shit, I'm going to just do it, you know, how I do, and niggas will catch it, you know, in the morning or whatever. <laughs> I just want to get this shit done and let me not say done and over with. That's not nice because that's not how I feel about my podcast. I feel like 2020 has caused me to think about the podcast in a different way. It's caused me to uh, really figure out what it is that I want to do with the podcast. And that's why, you know, the rebrand has been a long time coming. I know it feels like I've been talking about it forever, but it's here now. I was always someone who felt like uh, my intentions were always good. But I had to grow up a little bit in realizing that good for whom and good under what circumstances. And so now that I feel like I understand it a little bit more, I, you know, am focusing a lot of my time and intentions on clarifying that for myself this year going forward. And I don't know if that makes any sense. I don't know if I was just rambling, but I'm about to move on because, you know, fuck it. Because now I feel like... um, I'm self-conscious, and I feel like I just need to move on because now I'm trying to save myself, and I really don't need to. Uh, okay. 2020 recap. Um, actually, I don't even... 2020 recap. I don't even want to recap 2020. Honestly, I I don't even feel like recapping 2020. I just want for it to never happen again because, my goodness, like the first reality show president, the first national pandemic, I done lived through the first, terror, you know, U.S. terror attack with 9-11. I done lived through the blizzard of 96. I done lived through, I done lived through so many major historical events or just random events that are going to forever be remembered in history. I won't call them historical events, but regardless i've lived through so many of those i'm good you know all the deaths that came uh with 2020 i i'm i mean i guess it just comes with age like i can't even blame that on the year anymore we're just getting to the age where all of our favorites are dying and i know that sounds morbid and i know that sounds horrible but that's essentially what it is is that we are living long enough to see a lot of our faves you know, pass away, and as sad as it is, it's low-key inevitable, I mean, the people who are young that are passing, those, you know, you could be sad, but like the Alex Trebek's, and, you know, the Chadwick Bozeman's, and, you know, the Kobe Bryant's, and, you know, like, a lot of those people, although they may have not been old, they were older, they were, you know, some of them closer to dying than others, but, it's just, it happens so suddenly, it's like, damn, like, that's fucking insane, like, damn, who just passed, somebody else just passed recently, and it's so unfortunate that I can't remember who, but it's just, like, it's so many of, of, of the people who I've grown up with, the people who I've, you know, watched on TV, people who have been a part of my entire life, a lot of them passing away right now is, like, fucking insane, like, it's, it's, like, Life without Alex Trebek right now, like, they might as well just cancel Jeopardy. Like, Jeopardy might as well never put out another episode ever again and just play old episodes in syndication. Like, that's it. You know, it's over. Jeopardy has had, I want to say, a 30-something year run. That's great. Sell it to a bunch of networks. Get your money that way and, and, and move on. But it doesn't make any sense for jeopardy to keep going like it it really and truly makes zero sense because nobody's going to be able to take alex's place like no one is going to be able to replace alex trebek so it it just it's 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 a wrap call it quits um what else what else what else 
Uh, I watched two new movies um, since New Year. I watched Tenet and I watched Soul. Tenet I liked because it was like really, really mind trippy. And the fact that I kind of had a cheat sheet before watching it kind of, you know, makes me feel away because it's like I wish I would have just watched it because then I could have just felt smart for understanding it and not because I cheated and watched one of those little like nerdy movie breakdown shows, you know, on YouTube and shit. Which eventually I might want to get into that because I hear like those people make really, really good money. And of course, I watch a shit ton of TV and movies and I would love to just make videos and talk about it and have people watch that shit. Sign me the fuck up. I'll fuck around and record three of them shits this week. Like I, <laughs> I'm all I'm all for it. But yeah, I watched um, the little breakdown movie that kind of explained what the time travel portion of it was without really giving too much away. So when I watched it and I was seeing things happen, it made it so that I understood it a little bit better. So, like, I felt all, you know, smart and shit. <laughs> I felt all smart and shit explaining it to the person I was watching with and immediately felt like, an imposter, because I was like, damn, like, I, I didn't figure this shit out on my own, so I had to tell on myself a little bit, and was like, yeah, watch one of those little videos, whatever, you know, smart TV makes you smarter, so fuck it, you know, whatever, smart content makes you smarter, so I watch smart content, so I'm still smart, so fuck that, whatever, um, and then I watched the Soul movie, I watched Soul because one, it was like the first black Pixar movie, and two, just because, you know, all the think pieces that had came out about it. And I wanted to see for myself what all the hubbub was about. So the issue with people, the issue that people had with the Soul movie was, um, and I don't know why I don't use, uh, I'm an idiot. I have all of these sound effects. <laughs> I have all of these sound effects and I don't use them. I'm an idiot. But um Bitch, what you look a fool. Nobody's telling you that. <laughs> oh man. Uh what was I saying? What was I saying? Um, the soul movie, yes. So the soul movie, I see what all of the commotion was about. I get it. I understand. I get it. Because, yes, the man was in all of 20 minutes of the movie. And let me just say this. I had no idea that was Jamie Foxx until, I want to say, like, maybe at the end of the movie. Like, the whole movie, I'm going by thinking, like, yo, this voice sounds so familiar. This voice sounds so familiar. And could not for the life of me figure out whose fucking voice it was until... I don't know what I was watching, and it was like something, something, something. Jamie Foxx, and I was like, "Oh shit, that was Jamie Foxx." But I'm horrible with with shit like that. I don't, I don't be, you know, paying attention as much as I should sometimes. So that shit went completely over my head. But yes, I get it. The man was in the movie, you know, for all of two seconds. Then the next thing you know, he's a blue blob. Then the next thing you know, he comes back and spends the rest of the movie as a cat. And then you know what I mean. And it <laughs> without, you know, giving too, too much away, I get it. I get it. I get it. However, it was a great story overall. The fact that this man realized what his real passion was and, and understood what that meant to, like, you know, or not even understood what that meant, got the opportunity to get what it is that he wanted. Nigga said, if I could get this, I would die a happy man, and he got it. And realize that, you know, it might not be all that it, it was cracked up to be. And that's very true of life. And I feel like that was an excellent way to explain a lot of different things to kids. And, you know, regardless of, you know, we don't get a, a black princess or a black Pixar, you know, movie or whatever. It's still a, a, a step in the right direction. We may not have gotten this one. Fine. I mean, you have the Mulans and the, you know. But then again, Princess Jasmine is not the main character of of Aladdin. She's the main love interest, but she's not really the main character. So I can't really say that she got that. 
And then Mulan. Yeah, I guess whatever. Whatever. But I, I just I just feel like sometimes everything don't need to be a fight. Like getting upset at a Pixar movie is unnecessary at this point. Cause it's just like who the fuck <sighs> They say movies like Coco was so great because you got to learn something about Mexican culture if you didn't already know what Dios de los, de los Muertos meant or whatever. Like, if you already didn't know what that day was and, and, and what that meant to them, then cool, you learned something. The fact that they, you know, really showcased Mexican culture throughout the whole thing, that's pretty cool. Soul, I felt like, does that to a certain extent with the, you know, barbershop experience. Like, the fact that, you know, niggas went to the barbershop and had that exchange and, like, you know, that sense of community. Yeah, they could have harped on it a little bit more. I will say that. But it did enough. Like, with, with the time that it was given, with the story that it was trying to tell, it did enough. The only thing I could probably say would be that Tina's face character probably should have been black. Maybe if they would have made Tina's fa- Tina Fey's character a little black boy, uh, that's the only way I would have saw this to 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 really have been um, what they would expect it to be. Like maybe like some little un- unnamed little black boy, and they could have marketed it as a Jamie Fox movie. Cause white people like Jamie Fox, no? Like, am I? Ooh, excuse me. Like, am I? bugging for thinking that you know white people white people like jamie fox like i i could be wrong i i could be wrong i don't know uh oh nope i don't even have that many i still don't have that many signs that's get you some mental help ho that ain't it uh i still gotta get rid of these white people laughing i hate this shit I hate these white people laughing. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm bugging, but I feel like white people like Jamie Foxx enough to wear, or or they could have made him Terry Crews. Like Terry Crews seems to like the whites. Um, they could have made Terry Crews Jamie Foxx's character, or made Terry Crews play a little bl- a little boy or whatever. You know what I mean? Like that could have been cool. Terry Crews and Jamie Foxx maybe brought Terry back on over to 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 the to the right side of things. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like not everything deserves a think piece. Not everything needs a think piece. And sometimes, you know, movies are just movies. Like, sometimes, you know, it just is what it is. And there is no reason for um, um, for, for, for people to, to feel a, a, a type of way. So it's just like, yeah, that wasn't that. I, I need, like, some affirmative. Round of applause. That's too aggressive. Think you're really trying to fuck with me? <laughs> yeah, I'm a. You're a dummy, bitch. You will never know shit. Don't nobody want you. Don't nobody need you. Nigga, that shit dirt. <laughs> I forgot I recorded that one. Let me see if I can rename it. Can I rename? I would have to. I would have to probably open the utility in, in my computer. Listen, I'm still learning how to use all this shit, and boy, oh boy, is it getting to me. I don't, I don't even know what it is anymore. Honestly, I really and truly don't, because it's just like I feel, I feel like when when things were simpler, when I didn't have any of this shit, I feel like things ran a whole lot smoother. But then I also feel like maybe it's just because I need some motherfucking help. Like, I need a fucking production assistant. As much as I want to say I could do this by myself, as much as I want to say that, you know, I can handle everything, I am woman, hear me roar, I don't have the attention span to be doing all of this shit. So I think that's what I might be looking into. I might look into, you know, recruiting someone to help uh, with production Because I want the podcast to go well. I don't want to be overwhelmed every time I set up. I want to be able to just, you know, get shit going. So maybe maybe I'll make a few more purchases um, to complete the... um complete the 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 mobile studio i'll make a few more purchases and then i will consider um you know taking this show on the road some way somehow getting a production you know getting a production team 
I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure it out. But what else? What else do I want to talk about? Um, uh, my clubhouse experience. So 2020 wrapped up with the uh, addition of a new app, a social media thing called Clubhouse, uh, aptly referred to as Chatty House. For those who don't want to, you know, um, promote them without getting paid, um, I'm not an influencer or, well, I am not of influencer status as of yet, so I can just call it Clubhouse. I call it Chatty House when I'm texting people. That's because it's just funnier that way, but Clubhouse it has been an interesting, interesting, interesting addition to my, my day-to-day. Um, I got on, I think, like right around Thanksgiving. Um, didn't realize that, you know, when I downloaded the app and I was on the waiting list, Everyone who was on the app and had my phone number got a cute little notification that said that I was on the app and whether or not they wanted to let me in. Now, I will say this, not too many people have my iPhone phone number because that's technically my work phone. So, you know, that's, you know, number one. If you don't have that iPhone number, then that's fine. You're off the hook. But there were a few people who I think had the number and, um, for whatever reason, didn't get the memo that I was on there to let me in. So when I find out who it was, if I even remember, but now that I'm talking about it, I remember it. If I find out who it is, we will have a chat. But either way, (laughs) either way, I ended up getting on. And um, it's been an interesting, interesting ride ever since. Like, I've been in good rooms. I've been in bad rooms. I've been in nasty rooms because people are just bored. And, you know, you give you give anybody a veil of anonymity and they they they're going to run wild with it. You know, there was uh, my first week. There was a moan room. There was a um, UK versus the US room shit, you know, popped off starting over with a kettle. They have since calmed down. You know, our relations across the pond have since been mended. Everyone has been getting along. But now the most recent beef is, uh, (laughs) and I feel dumb even talking about this shit, to be honest. Like, the most recent beef now is people who have started, like, these follow-for-follow rooms because the app has become more and more open over the week. So I kind of got on like right before things kind of like right before the floodgates really started opening. So like there were people who were on, I want to say like back in April and shit like that. Those were like the high up industry folks. (laughs) Then I want to say like around the summertime, they started letting like a lot of the influencers in. So like the Joe Buttons is and you know those of the likes and all of that then you have like your mouse joneses and those you know level people they kind of came in uh i've seen as early as like september and october and stuff like that and i'm just you know ballparking it may have been sooner or, or later or whatever but it's it's just in around those and so around september october you know it was like still kind of cool to get in by the time i got in it was like a little bit more lax like i'm still kind of up there but you know <laughs> you know you know it's just a little a little bit of a nudge up just a little bit but i ended up finally getting on and so now it's like after christmas like a, like after christmas just became like this influx of people like i've gotten invites sent to me at least three times at this point so now i can i i pretty much know that people are just signing up signing up signing up signing up so i say all of that to say it's been this new wave of motherfuckers who um they're ig influencers i'm pretty sure they've gotten their ig following the same way that they've gotten their you know clubhouse following they just was the first to you know band together this group of people who all are looking for the same thing which is you know numbers you you present this this uh supply of how to get them you know it's easy you follow all the moderators who put the room together and then you follow everybody from the top down and blah 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 (laughs) it was cool for two seconds 
because it was cool because people who are really trying to build their brands, like one of my homegirls who, you know, put me on to it, I saw it work in real time. Like, I saw her Instagram numbers go up. I saw her clubhouse numbers go up. That was all great. By the time I got into it and I started going in some of these rooms, now niggas are trying to charge for moderator spots. Like, if you're going to be a moderator, you got to pay $100, $300. And I'm just like, this is a fucking free app. Like, it was one thing when I was fake trying to sell my invites. Like, that's one thing. But once you're on the app, you really shouldn't have to fucking pay for shit. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, the whole idea was to get on the app and the whole idea behind the app is that the people you follow is going to determine the rooms that you get in so one of the reasons why the follow for follow rooms didn't make sense to me is because it's like they're making you follow these moderators who are not doing any you know conversating in any rooms all they're doing every day is starting these follow for follow rooms so they're gonna keep flooding your hallway with the same room over and over the rooms were quote unquote silent then you had all of these like ridiculous rules and i know i'm just sitting here rambling and complaining about shit but it just it it just logically did not fucking make sense to me and i had to get this shit out because it it, it just it, it just was so fucking dumb like the dude was like oh you gotta follow all the moderators but the moderators can't follow everybody back because clubhouse has a limit on how many people you can follow per day so while these people are starting these rooms and making you know hundreds of people every day follow them their numbers are going up a thousand a day two thousand a day it doesn't even matter they can only follow back 35 of those people every day so it's already going to be disproportionate in their favor because of how the app works then they was lying about oh well i'm on instagram follow jail so instagram won't let me follow people back that's never been a fucking thing ever like instagram has never limited the amount of people you can follow or that could follow you so once people started lying about that then that shit just got to be so fucking annoying especially when it was like you would get requests like follow like notifications from somebody and when you click their profile the very first line is in follow jail can't follow anybody and i'm just like don't y'all know how to ruin a fucking good thing so it took for me to go through i don't even know how many people um in my list to clean out my list to where now i'm only following and and having those follow me of people who i actually converse with have common interests with have been in rooms around one another have either you know moderated some of the same rooms and and actually have like you know uh working building relationships with because i can't fucking be bothered like i really and truly can't be bothered like it just it just got to be so annoying because it was just like one dude would be like oh you got a dm so and so on instagram to because ain't no dms on clubhouse which is kind of cool because it's like you can't text at all everything is audio so you would either have to like start a private room with somebody directly like yo i want to talk to you like you gotta pull up on that type of energy or you gotta go to their instagram and like slide in their dms and hopefully you know y'all are both following each other so it don't just sit in their requests because we know that's a game too when niggas will fucking oh add me on the gram and then they don't fucking add you like (sighs) i fucking hate social media politics like i i just hate any kind of contract that doesn't allow people to just be people like i can't just like a bunch of motherfucking different things like i have to limit what it looks like and like it's just it's annoying. I could go on a whole nother rant about that, but I won't. I really and truly won't. But um what else? What else? <laughs> How smart blacks argue. <laughs> I wrote that because um one thing that I have liked looking at on Clubhouse is some of the rooms where like the, the educated Negroes uh they get into these um it's really clout matches 
but it's a different type of clout match because it's like not only is it my degrees, my my training, my mentors, but it's also you know my byline, my 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 IMDb, my my whatever. So I was in a room where I guess they were talking about something um, like real estate, where there was a gentleman. I don't remember. I think he was like in the DMV area. I believe that's what it was. It's a gentleman who is. Um, proposing to people online that you can make 10k a month doing uh commercial space rentals so like you know like event halls or like just buying like a a commercial you know space and renting it to different pop-up shops or whatever case may be like little shit like that so he this this dude um was so upset at this guy who was, you know, we'll call the guy who's advertising, we'll call him Aaron. And the dude who was upset, we'll call him, you know, Phil. So Phil was just so upset about Aaron and just was like ranting and raving and going on and on and on and on and on about him. And it was just that the way that he was arguing with people in the room on Clubhouse just blew my fucking mind because it was like he kept talking and then would ask a question and then when somebody else would want to talk he would like talk over them and then tell them that they wasn't letting him talk and and it was so funny because it's like in other rooms like the ghetto rooms you know as they would as they would call them the ratchet rooms niggas would just be in an all-out screaming match like somebody's either gonna get tired they're gonna you know end the room or you just gonna stop talking and let the person who's yelling talk over you so it's like the fact that you know the educated blacks they kind of just let this dude like they let phil pretty much take over the room completely steer the conversation where he wanted to go like he went on a whole ass smear campaign against this Aaron nigga to this day I don't know what the fuck Aaron did to him I don't know if he stole his fucking puppy you know stole his bike kicked his dog I don't know what the fuck Aaron did to him but Phil is mad and Phil wanted to air out all the Aaron's dirty laundry about all his bad business practices and all types of shit. And the fact that I don't even remember this nigga name, but I know all of this shit that he's been accused of is fucking insane. And it's just, (laughs) and it's just like, (laughs) I don't want to say that, you know, um, I wonder if that whole thing, I could hear it. I'm going to be upset if I couldn't. I'm going to be upset if I couldn't hear that. But um, what was I saying? It doesn't matter. But it was just... It was just a whole big thing. Like, I, I don't I, I don't even know where to, 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 to really go with that. But that shit was just too fucking funny. Uh, what else? Room takeovers. Uh, I had put this on the list to talk about the takeover rooms and how niggas be, you know hijacking niggas room on clubhouse but because the actual room that be hijacking other rooms they kind of had a beef this morning and i sat there and listened to the fucking whole beef about everything that happened because i was fucking nosy and bored i don't even want to talk about them niggas because when i tell you it was just some fucking foolishness like y'all started out like this is why ignorance and like you know fuckery is always problematic because it's like it will always start out as fun and games but then somebody always ends up not wanting to play no more and when the person who don't want to play no more gets serious now rather than everybody just respect it and be like oh that nigga don't want to play no more now they want to take it another notch and i hate to see that shit like i legitimately hate to fucking see it because it'd be so unfortunate because it was just like one of those situations where it's like you know it, it <sighs> Bitch, what you look a fool? Nobody's telling you that. Bitch, what you look a fool? Nobody's telling you that. It just was one of those moments because it was just like niggas was calling niggas rats just because somebody gave somebody else the heads up about a room about to fucking get taken over. Like, it just was so dumb. Like, listening to grown ass men yell and scream on the phone about a fucking app and some bullshit like i'm not saying that niggas shouldn't defend themselves because don't call me no fucking name and you can't back it up and don't call me no shit you know dragging it neither like niggas call you know with, with everything that's going on right now 
with, you know, niggas going to jail. You got niggas doing a whole lot of gang shit and all of this other shit going on in the world. You can't just be throwing around the word rat like that. I get it. If somebody says some shit you don't like, you're supposed to stand up for yourself. However, for some shit like niggas is really going to drag it and call some internet app shit, oh, you ratting? It's like, y'all are both dumb. Like, y'all both just got to take the L on that. Because e- e- either way you you slice it, one of y'all is wrong. And it don't matter which way you want to look at it, one of y'all is wrong. And, and, and that's just, it is what it is. Like, y'all both need to cut it the fuck out. But I just sat there and listened to that shit. I didn't even say nothing. I didn't even make no jokes. Because I really was trying to put two and two together. Because I don't be on that shit all day. That's one thing for me. I could not be on that shit all day like how some people do. Like, I fell asleep on that app two times since I got it. And I was just like, nah, I can't be doing this. I can't be living my life like this. This is not how I want to live my life because... It's like you can get so consumed in other people's shenanigans, it's unreal. And the fact that there is no facial expression, there is no, you know, um, vetting or anything like that that can be done on the app. Niggas could really be laying up and telling you anything. Like, I've heard so many wild outlandish stories that people tell on this app that ain't no way that all of them is true. Ain't no way. And I know they say truth is stranger than fiction. I know that. I get that. That's cool. However, some of these stories is like, nah, my nigga. Like, you, 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 you shooting for the stars. Like, you shooting for the stars so you can land amongst the moon and some shit like that. Because, listen, let me tell you something. <laughs> and I don't even be wanting to repeat certain shit that I be hearing just because I be like, just in case this shit isn't true, number one, or just in case this shit is somebody else's life that somebody even got on this app and told, I don't be wanting to repeat all of that shit. But let's just say it's guys and girls lying on a lot of things on this app. And we just going to leave it at that. I'm done. <laughs> what else is on my list? Uh... I feel like I'm going to save some of these for the next, for the next, um, what you call it. Yeah, I'm going to save some of these for next week. I'm going to just stop right here after this. Because I've been saying I was going to do talk about this um, for a while now. And now that the series is actually over and we didn't watch the entire thing beginning to end i could finally say what it is i need to say and that is concerning um loving loving hip-hop it might as well be loving hip-hop uh real housewives of potomac so this last season of real housewives of of potomac um you know all the girls came back um monique then dropped her baby ashley then dropped her baby and everybody was supposed to be, you know, kumbaya, honky-dory. Well, unfortunately, Monique and Candace get into a fight. I want to say maybe like first or second episode. And so they drag this fight throughout the whole fucking rest of the season. After this fight, we don't hear from Monique ever again. Besides for like two seconds here and there and some confessionals. Which I thought was fucked up. I thought that was very fucked up. They should not have been allowed to just turn their back on her like that. They shouldn't have. Even though this was the only time that anyone in that group had ever been physical, I can see why this particular group of black women might have wanted to be like, nah, we better than that. Because every other housewife group, I think, has fought except for the Potomac. Like, I think, like, the the Candace with the butter knife thing. I think that was the closest to, like, a fight that we've ever gotten. So I get it. You know, y'all want to be the bougie bitches from Potomac. All right, cool, whatever. You got that. However, the way that they ostracized Monique, I didn't think was fair at all because it was just like she kept it a stack with y'all from day one. She told y'all she didn't fuck with Candace. Her and Candace always had fucking beef. And she let her know when she was pregnant that, bitch, if I wasn't pregnant, I would drag you while I'm pregnant. And if I wasn't pregnant, I definitely would drag you. And what did she do when she wasn't pregnant? She definitely dragged that bitch. So there's no reason why all of a sudden now everybody treated her like she was some fucking kind of like social pariah oh my god she's so dangerous oh my god i don't feel safe oh my god she can't be next to me like all of that shit is just fucking annoying and it's only because they realize especially giselle's ass 
they realize that oh at any moment she could fucking drag me too i'm just about that action boss cuz monique is about that i'm just about that action boss period period Giselle talks so much shit. Her and Robin be doing so much mischievous shit. Ashley, Ashley always in somebody fucking business. Even though Ashley kept it gangster, she was like, listen, Candace be provoking people. It is what it is. If it wasn't going to be me, it was going to be somebody. Ashley, she might be the light bright of the group. But she might be with the white man. But Ashley understands. She, she, she know what's up. Ashley know what's up. Like, she know the code. She know how to act accordingly. And she do what she got to fucking do. And she say what she got to fucking say. And she keep it real. I mean, I've never seen her fight, so I don't really know how about it, about it she really is. But, you know. I get active, little baby. Ma'am. Mrs. I get active for real. Monique was not playing. <laughs> Monique was not fucking playing. Monique let it be known. And the fact that she had to wait all the way until the reunion. Of course she had time to fucking put together a whole ass binder. She got to watch them bitches. Well, not even watch them. She had to sit at home knowing that these bitches was doing scenes together, going to parties, having events, fucking going on trips, going to Madeira, doing all this shit. She ain't had nothing to do but sit and stew and be upset. And that's what the fuck happened. She organized that anger. She channeled it into some shit. And she came with nothing but receipts because there was nothing that she could say on that stage that them niggas would have been like, uh-uh. That bitch was all factual. <laughs> Actual factual. Round of applause, bitch. You made me mad, bitch. <laughs> That's how she was feeling. <laughs> That's exactly how she was feeling. And 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 no funny shit. I would have felt like that too. But the only difference is, is I wouldn't have came with no binder. I would have, I would have prepared, I would have prepared a monologue, bitch. Fuck out of here. I would have had all the time in the world. My ass would have been preparing a motherfucking monologue. It would have been a whole production. You hear me? Fuck a binder. It would have been action. Like, <laughs> the fuck out of here. Don't sit there and get me. Talk shit, get hit. Period. Don't act brand new, bitch. You was talking wild reckless. Monique was talking wild reckless. And I feel like from a conflict resolution standpoint, right? If we really want to break it down, there was there were other ways that we could have that they I say we. I really do feel for Monique. Like cause I, I really do feel for her. But from a conflict resolution standpoint, right? I believe that they should have been able to fix the situation either When everybody had Monique come around them and they asked her, oh, do you feel remorseful? And she said, right now, no. Had they respected that, I think she would have came around a lot sooner. But the fact that they all just, like, they all have had issues with Candace. Every last one of them have had an issue with that girl. They have said something ill about her. And the one time that she gets to be a victim, now all of a sudden y'all jumping on the back of, of somebody else to, 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 to come to her rescue just so that Monique is not going to come back next season. And so now what's going to happen is y'all going to get right back around each other and realize, oh, no, this bitch Candace deserved to get knocked in her fucking mouth. Monique was right. Oops. And then it's going to be too late. I don't know if y'all going to need Monique like that ever again, but I don't think Monique going to need y'all neither. I think she's going to be just fine. She got her hands full anyway with all them damn kids and her grown-ass husband that she got to take care of. And for her, not for lazy moms that she, you know, is so dedicated to or whatever. Like, the bitch got her hands full. She don't got time to fuck around with y'all. Go ahead, do your thing. It was cute while it lasted. But I just hate when women get together and get with each other and, and they do certain shit like that because I just do not think that that's fair. I don't. I don't. Because I would be that same friend in the friend group who would be provoked by somebody, who would watch somebody provoke all of those other people and would be internally upset for all of those other people by the time it gets to me that I'm going to explode because I didn't watch you do this and get away with it too many different times. So I very well could have been a Monique if I had a friend circle that actually, like, 
didn't understand nuance and context and and know their friends to be like oh i know this friend is not to play with the same way i know this friend is annoying as fuck and i think that a lot of times people don't really know their friends they get together on a lot of superficial situations i.e we shoot this show together so of course they're not really that big friends so, of course, that's why I didn't really bother none of them that they came to the reunion ready to have it out for her and all of this shit because that was not her real friends. That's also probably why she was like, fuck y'all, I'm not doing this show no more. I don't need it that bad. Y'all could eat a dick because those are not her real friends. And I feel like in real life we get around certain situations where like that, yeah, if you if you feel like you got to put your hands on your friend, that you might need to reevaluate the friendship. That's number one. And number two, if you do end up crossing that line and putting your hands on your friend, I don't really know if you would deserve to 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 be heard out about why you did it. Because I feel like if y'all were really that, if y'all were really friends like that, y'all would at least be able to talk about it before it came to blows. I would want to say I would hope y'all are friends enough to where if it came to blows, y'all could still talk anyway. But I don't really see that happening in the real world. <laughs> like, I really don't. Because I'm trying to think, like, if there was ever a friend of mine who put hands on me. I don't know if I can handle that. I honestly don't know if I can handle that. Like, I don't know if I can handle if my friend put hands on me. And then also, it's like, can you really be friends with somebody who beat your ass? Because, like, I, I mean, I would... I would feel a way if I was friends with somebody and we fought and they beat my ass. I don't think we could be friends again after that because I'm going to want to fight you again. So it's just and I don't I don't think I'm going to be able to just take the L like that. Like and if I do, then I don't think I could be, you know, like I don't think I would be a good enough friend to you after that. Like it's just too many different things. It's really just too many different, it's too many different scenarios in my head. I can't even, I can't even. But you know what? Fuck all of that. I'm just going to go ahead and get right into the main topic of the day. And the main topic of the day is uh, the myth of the strong black woman. And I have a presentation. A presentation. to where this 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 uh topic of the day came from so the topic of the day came from a situation where um i saw this on instagram right and the post says are you familiar with the term strong white woman or strong asian woman or strong arab woman probably not but yeah everyone knows about the strong black woman why is that because women in other cultures don't advertise strength because that's a masculine trait. That was my first issue. Black women exp- black women embrace this pseudo strength and wear it like a badge of honor. The problem is women who advertise strength and independent don't attract the protector and provider type of men they say they want. If they do get with the protective provider type of man, the relationship eventually fails due to power struggles. The type of strength black women tend to exhibit today is unnatural. They believe that strength equals masculinity and they've adopted masculine traits. A man needs to come home to a woman, to a woman's softness, a balance. A woman's strength is different than a man's strength. A woman's softness is her strength. Men won't commit or give their all to a woman they compete with, but a woman they collaborate with, a partner, not a rival. So I feel like the question of the day, or the question that needs answers is, is strength a masculine trait? Because I feel like uh, the post was was a mouthful. The post was definitely a mouthful. And like I said, there was a few things that I didn't really agree with. I didn't agree with the, with the idea that, um, you don't hear the term strong Asian woman or strong white woman or blah, blah, blah. You don't. 
because um, Asian women who are technically strong, they get called tiger moms. You know, they're the ones who they tell the kids what to do and where to go and how to go to school and what to, you know, blah, blah, blah. Same thing, you know, with, um, let's say, Greek women. And I, th- and I think about Greek women because of that movie, um, uh, My Big Fat Greek Wedding. That was a, a, a major, major point of that movie is that, yeah, Greek women may be submissive to their husbands, but they are the ones who, you know, put the put the bug in their husband's ear and tell them to do this, do that, go this way, go that way, whatever the case may be. They're the ones who do that. You know what I mean? And I feel like same thing to be said of like white women. White women, they say, you know, are the masterminds behind a lot of their husbands a lot of times. Like you'll see the strong, you know, white female in a movie or, you know, you'll read about her in a book. She is the one who speaks the life into her man and, you know, will suck and fucking put him into position to, 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 to be great and blah, blah, blah. And all of that gets to be, you know, celebrated. But for some reason, when black women want to celebrate their strength, given all of the reasons why they should not be strong by society, by the world, by, you know, everything like it doesn't make any sense why they're the only ones who get a bad rep for wanting to, you know, put some respect on their fucking name. And I don't know why I just got hot out of, out of nowhere. Like, I, I, I really just got really, really fucking warm. But, um, what was I saying? But, um, what was I fucking saying? Yeah, about strong, a strong black woman. I just, I don't fucking know, yo. Like, I don't even know. Like, I really and truly don't even know what else there is to say. Because it's like, I heard somewhere. And and I think that's the reason why I be finding it so hard to say certain things. Is because I tend to see see arguments from both sides. And when I, while I go to make a, a, a point... In one regard, my brain immediately will think of the 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 negative, um, or not even the negative, the rebuttal. That's a debate to you and me. Because essentially I was going to say that I don't necessarily know if black women started the narrative of strong black women or if they just assumed the role of strong black woman because I don't necessarily know anybody who goes out of their way to not want to be soft around men myself included and I say that because although I may not be soft with every man I come in contact with I do know how to be soft around men I like I am just someone who believes that not everybody deserves that softness. And so if you find yourself as a member of the opposite sex and have yet to see me be soft, there's your sign. Because I feel like that is not necessarily my strength, but that is a privilege. And because of certain boundaries that I have about myself, I don't allow just every anybody to see that because some men will never look at that softness as a strength, but as a weakness. And that's why I I felt that that, you know, that that post was was, uh, you know, kind of problematic. And that's because I feel like. a, a, A woman's softness has never been a strength, but it's always been a weak spot. It's always been the target you know, pressure point that people will will aim for when they want to manipulate a woman. That's never her strong suit. That never keeps her protected. That never keeps her safe. Her softness is usually what puts her in danger. And I mean, that's just me speaking in extremes. And and, and I mean, that's, you know, there are other other you know issues that I have with that with that statement because like 
what was what was the other one? I'm just talking about that. Like first, it's like oh, women in other cultures don't advertise strength because that's a masculine trait. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Strength is not masculine nor feminine. Yes, I do believe that women are stronger than men in certain aspects. And while, yeah, there may be one or two women who can be physically stronger than men, that's not the norm. Men are physically stronger than women. I would like to say that women are actually smarter than men. And some men can, you know, be above curve or above the average or whatever the case may be. But I feel like on a whole, some women may be smarter than men. But then, again, like I said, the debater in me is like, no, but, you know, you got them retarded bitches that (laughs) they be making stupid fucking irrational decisions and shit like that. So they can't count. So, you know, it's a lot of that going on, too. But it's just one of those things where it's just like, I don't understand. I don't fucking understand. Black women embrace this pseudo strength. So now is it really strength or is it not strength? Like, so is it because it's a female wanting to be strong? It's pseudo strength and it's not real. That's fucking problematic. I don't like it. Um, Independence don't attract the protector and provider type of man they say they want. See, and I don't think that that's true either. I feel like, hmm. Okay, let me run that back, and let me really think about this. I think that part I agree with. I think that that part I I agree with. Women who advertise strength, but I don't. I, I won't say advertise. I would want to say people who women who project that type of strength and independence do not attract those types of men. I can agree with that because I don't attract the type of men who are you know the captain saver hoes i don't because i don't ever come off as someone who needs to be saved i may be honest with it again be like i'm fucked up or like i'll tell my friends like you know i have xyz going on and i wish i you know had blah 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 and i've had friends who would step in and be like you know you could have just asked me here blah 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 you know here's the help but i don't think that too many men know that they don't know me well enough to know that that's just not in my character to really ask for help. And I've been working on that, you know, all last year. I've made that, you know, like a a, 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 a staple thing to address in that. Yeah, if these people are going to be in your life and if you're going to call them friends, you should very, very blatantly ask your friends for help. Absolutely. I feel like. When they say it takes a village to to raise a child, like, I don't think that just stops at childhood. I think that it takes a village, period. Like, I feel like it takes a village, period, like, to do any and everything. And so if you're going to be in my life and if you're going to be a part of my circle, then, yes, I should very, very well be comfortable in asking for assistance. But as far as, like, just a random man, no, I don't think so. I I don't think so. I don't think, I, I I don't think that, and I don't exude that. Like I don't ever, you know, have that victim. Uh, I don't want to call it victim mentality because that seems so demeaning. But it, that's just what it is. Like I don't even really know another way to say it. Like it's a it's a victim mindset, or like a a neediness. Okay, I won't say victim. I'll say I don't I don't exhibit that level of neediness that a lot of uh, these traditionally soft women possess. Like that damsel in distress, like, oh, I just don't know how I will ever, and I just can't. I can't do that. I am very much the woman that if I need the help, I have to ask for it. And nine out of ten, I find that dudes are happy to oblige. Like, I feel like they even more so enjoy the fact that I ask as opposed to them having to swoop in and just save the day because it gives them, like, an extra boost of, like, oh, I got her to ask for my help. Like, she really fucking needs this. Like, oh, my goodness. And I feel like that to some people means a whole lot more and and i'm cool with that but to say that strong independent and i and i use the quotes because they use quotes but i don't think there's anything wrong with women being strong or independent if you happen to be both of those things 
good fucking for you. Cause the what the the, the alternative is to be weak and dependent. Why would you want to be either of those things? Who would want to be any of those things, man or or or, or woman? Who would want to be the opposite? So to me, it just never made any sense for like this this whole this whole fucking thing was just was aggravating. If they do get the protective provider type of the relationship, it will fail due to power struggles. See, that's the part that I I, I really really fought with in my mind because I'm like, all right, I get it. The power struggles are real. I am a very, you know, hard-headed woman. And I, I've, I've dealt with a man of very strong convictions. And I find that when we did not agree on things, and we were kind of in like that stalemate of I'm not budging and you not budging, we both, or I, I won't speak for him, but I would say I, 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 I felt silly because in that time of okay, I'll let a week go by and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna show you two weeks go by. Uh, I'm still not saying nothing. Three weeks go by. All right, you dead ass, huh? Four weeks go by. Oh, so we really doing this? Five weeks go by. Oh, so this is it. We in this now. Cool. This is dumb, but now we done dragged it. So cool. Now by the sixth week, it's like we done wasted two, three extra weeks just because we both went and back down on some dumb shit. Like this is retarded. And it took for me to realize that like I don't gotta win every single battle. Like at the end of the day, as long as I win the war, I'm fine. So some days I'm very, 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 you know, willing to just be like, You got it. You're right, I'm wrong. Whatever. And other days, it's like, nah, we're going to fight to the nail. Fuck that shit. But it's one of those things where it's like a power struggle. That's only if both parties are fucking immature as shit. And if that's the case, they wasn't going to work out any fucking way. Whether they were, you know, fucking protector, provider, or, or, or you know, strong, or in the whatever. Whatever label they wanted to be. Whatever they was. If they are not mature, they were not going to work out. Because the only way that strong independent women who get with protector provider men if they are clashing over power struggles it's because one or both are not emotionally or or yeah emotionally intelligent enough to know when to back down know when to to you know because if everything is a power struggle if every that means one of them isn't solidified in who they really are one of them is constantly still struggling for power when in, in fact, if she really was that strong and she really was that independent, then there would be no struggle. It would be nothing to struggle up because she would already be solidified that if you left tomorrow, I'm still going to be good. So there is no power struggle. There is no argument. There is no need for, for, for you know, a back and forth. It really isn't. And, and, and it just, like I said, I could talk about this shit all fucking day because it really really bothered me a man needs to come home to a woman's softness i agree with that a balance i agree with that a woman's strength is different than a man's strength i agree with that a woman's strength a woman's softness is her strength men won't commit or give their all to a woman they compete with again compete in what way if a man wants to be right all the time just because he's a man, I don't want him. Because part of being a man is being an adult. And part of being an adult is knowing that you're not always right. So if there is a man who wants to be right or who wants his woman to acquiesce to him and his, his needs and his wants at every given point in time, then that is not the man that he claims to or that is not the man that I need or he is not the man that he claims to be because no adult can say they're 100% right all of the time they can't if you do give a child because adults know that you know niggas fuck up niggas make mistakes you know again intentions can be great people can want things and, and it just don't turn out that way it could be all types of shit you just never fucking know 
And it's just one of those things where it's like, again, I'm not arguing with no nigga about being right or wrong with no shit like this. I'm just not. Men won't commit or give their all to a woman they compete with, but a woman they collaborate with, a partner, not a rival. So, so what's a partner? What does a partner mean? Does a partner mean that I'm your sidekick and that I just do everything you say? Or does partner mean that sometimes you leave, sometimes I leave? Because I'm saying this thing is, I can always tell when posts are just meant to be inflammatory. And rather than get all emotional, I pick these shits apart and then I get angry at how other people get angry at shit like this. Because it's so clearly worded to be inflammatory like it's comical it's comical a partner not a rival so then what does a par- again <laughs> you see what i mean like i and i kind of wish that i i was live right now because i would love to hear you know um feedback on the question that needs answer and the question that needs answer again is is strength a masculine trait and i feel like anyone who wants to um call in and leave a voicemail answering what you think about the question that would be great um the number is 347-343-4025 again that is 347-343-4025 and you can just call in and, and leave an answer. I think you have about like two minutes on the on the voicemail before it cuts you off. So say what you gotta say in you know 120 seconds or less, um, and we just gonna get right back into it. Um, you know, next week I'll actually be on time on schedule. Like I said, I'll play around with the setup a little more. Um, a little more come. Uh, Tuesday and all of that good stuff but you know until next time bye